And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hudnall. This is the Ken Hudnall Show. Coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the Old West and the most haunted city in the country. Well, today is October the 12th. And holidays and observances that y'all asked me to do. It's Farmer's Day. Their respect for cultural diversity. Dia de la Raza. Uh-huh. Uh, Equatorial Guinea Independence Day. Harry Potter Book Day. Indigenous Resistance Day. Indigenous Resistance Day in Venezuela. Lady of Aparecida. Uh, Lady of uh, Aparecida, Mexico, Day of the Pluricultural Nation, National Free Thought Day, National Gumbo Day, if you want to go down to Louisiana, National Martin Day, National Pool Park Day, National Savings Day, National Vermont Day, Spain Hispanic Day, Uruguay Day of Cultural Diversity, also known as the Day of the Races, World Arthritis Day, and World Sight Day. If you got issues with your seeing, it's your day. 539 BC, the army of Cyrus the Great of Persia takes Babylon, ending the Babylonian Empire. 633 Battle of A.D., Battle of Hatford, uh, Hatfield Chase, King Edwin of Northumbria is defeated and killed by an alliance under Pinda of Mercia and Cadwallon of Gwynedd. 1279, Nishiran Soshu branch of the Buddhism is founded in Japan. 1398, in the Treaty of Samanas, Lithuania cedes Samogitia to the Teutonic Knights. That's the German version of the Knights Templar. 1406, Chen Yang the only person from Indonesia owned to have visited dynastic Korea, reaches Seoul after having set out from Java just four months before. 1492, Christopher Columbus's first expedition on this date makes landfall in the Caribbean, specifically on San Salvador Island. He thought he was had found India. 1654, the Delft explosion devastates the city in the Netherlands, killing more than 100 people. 1692, the Salem Woods Trials are ended by a letter from the province of Massachusetts Bay Governor William Phipps, who had quite a reputation as a somebody who recovered lost treasure. 1748, War of Jenkins Ear. British squadron runs a tactical victory over a Spanish squadron off Havana. 1773, America's first insane asylum opens. 1792, the first celebration of Columbus Day is held in New York City. 1793, on this date, the cornerstone of Old East, the oldest state university building in the United States, is laid at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. 1798, Flemish and Luxembourgish peasants launched the rebellion against the French rule known as the Peasants' War. 1799, Jean Genevieve Labrosse becomes the first woman to jump from a balloon with a parachute. 
Why? No one ever asked her. 1810, the citizens of Munich hold the first Oktoberfest in celebration of the marriage of Crown Prince Louis of Bavaria and Princess Theresa of Saxe-Hilberghausen. 1822, Pedro I of Brazil is proclaimed the emperor. Yes, Brazil had an empire and an emperor. And somewhere in Brazil is a confederate uh, city. Where every morning, so I'm told, they raise the confederate flag. Um, at the end of the Civil War, a lot of uh, disenfranchised southern officers especially took their families and went to Brazil. 1849, the city of Manizales, Colombia, is founded by the Expedition of the Twenty. 1856, a 7.7 to 8.3 earthquake off the Greek island of Crete causes major damage as far away as Egypt and Malta. 1871, the British in India enact the Criminal Tribes Act, naming many local communities criminal tribes. Criminal Tribes Act actually was uh, various pieces of ag colonial legislation during British rule. Collectively, they were called the Criminal Tribes Act, which criminalized entire communities by designating them as habitual criminals. And under these acts, ethnic or social communities in India were defined as addicted to systematic commission of non-bailable offenses, such as thefts, and they were all registered with the government. Don't males of the groups are forced to report weak to the local police and had restrictions on their movements imposed. The first Criminal Tribes Act of 1871 applied mostly in North India before it was extended to the Bengal Presidency and other areas in 1876 and updated to the Criminal Tribes Act of 1911, which included the Madras Presidency. The act went through several amendments over the next decade, and finally the Criminal Tribes Act of 1924 incorporated all of them. At the time of the Indian independence in 1947, 13 million people in 127 communities faced search and arrest if any member of the group was found outside the very prescribed areas. Basically, it created a reservation system. 1890, Udavala Suffrage Association is formed. 1892, the Pledge of Allegiance is first recited by students in many U.S. public schools on this date. 1901, President Theodore Roosevelt officially renames Executive Mansion to the White House. Got a good deal on white paint. Couldn't turn it down. 1915, World War I, British nurse Edith Cavall is executed by a German fire squad for helping Allied prison, uh, soldiers escape from occupied Belgium. 1917, World War I, the first battle of Passchendaele takes place, resulting in the largest single-day loss of life in New Zealand history. 1918, a massive forest fire kills 453 people in Minnesota. 1928, an iron lung respirator is used for the first time at Boston Children's Hospital. 1933, the military Alcatraz Citadel becomes the civilian Alcatraz Federal Penitentiary. It was originally built as a fort to protect San Francisco Harbor. 1944, World War II, the Axis occupation of Athens comes to an end. This date, 1945, in World War II, the Desmond Doss is the first conscientious objector uh, to receive the Medal of Honor. Nineteen forty-five. Oh, 
Just got an email. Y'all quick. Who's Desmond Doss? Actually, Desmond Thomas Doss, United States Corporal. Served as a combat medic with infantry company in World War II. Trice awarded the Bronze Star for actions in Guam and in the Philippines. Further distinguished himself in the Battle of Okinawa by saving an estimated 75 men acting on his own. Became the only conscientious objector to receive the Medal of Honor for this and other actions. Been a bunch of books written about him and even a documentary in 2004. 1945, the Lao Isara took control of the Laos government and reaffirmed the country's independence. 1959, the National Congress of the American Popular Revolutionary Alliance in Peru, a group of leftist radicals are expelled from the party who later formed uh, the APRA Rebelled. 1960, Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev pounds his shield on a desk at the United Nations to protest the Philippine assertion. That's the same man who said, we will bury you. 1962, Columbus Day storm strikes U.S. Pacific Northwest with record wind velocities. There was at least uh, $230 million in 1962 dollars in damages and 46 people were killed. 1963, after nearly 23 years of imprisonment, Reverend Walter Sizik, Jesuit missionaries, released from the Soviet Union. 1964, the Soviet Union launches the Voskhod-1 into Earth orbit as the first spacecraft with a multi-person crew and the first flight without pressure suits. 1967, a bomb explodes on board Cyprus Airways Flight 284 while flying over the Mediterranean Sea. 66 people are killed. 1968, Equatorial Guinea becomes independent from Spain. 1970, Vietnam War. Vietnamization continues as President Richard I am not a crook Nixon announces the U.S. will withdraw 40,000 more troops before Christmas. 1971, 2,500-year celebration of the Persian Empire begins. 1973, President I am not a crook Nixon nominates House Majority Leader Gerald I'm going to be president. Ford as the successor to Vice President Spiral to Agnew. 1976, Indian Airlines Flight 171 crashes in Santa Cruz Airport in Bombay, India, killing 95. 1977, Wu Gifong succeeds Mao Zedong as the paramount leader of China. 1979, Typhoon Tip becomes the largest, most intense tropical cyclone ever recorded. 1983, Japan's former Prime Minister Tanaka Kakui is found guilty of taking a $2 million bribe from the Lockheed Corporation, sentenced to four years in jail. 1984, the Provisional Irish Republican Army fails to assassinate Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher and her cabinet. The bomb does go off, kills five people and wounds 31. 1988, two officers of the Victoria Police are gunned down execution style in the Wall Street police shootings in Australia. 1992, a 5.8 earthquake occurred in Cairo, Egypt. At least 510 are killed. 1994, the Magellan spacecraft burns up in the atmosphere of Venus. 1994, the Iran-Azman Airlines Flight 746 crashes near 
Nantaz Ran, killing all 66 people on board. 1996, New Zealand holds its first general election under the new mixed-member proportional representation system, which led to Jim Bolger's National Party forming a coalition government of Weston Peters' New Zealand First Group. 1997, the Sidi Daoud massacre in Algeria kills 43 with a fake roadblock. Took place outside the village of Sidi Daoud, Western Algeria, the night of October 12, 1997. That fake roadblock resulted in the death of 43 people. 1998, Matthew Shepard, a gay student at the University of Wyoming, dies five days after he was beaten outside of Laramie. 1999, Pervez Masaraf takes power in Pakistan from Nawaz Sharif through a bulletless coup. Also in 1999, the former auto autonomous Soviet Republic of Abkhazia declares its independence from Georgia. 2000, USS Cole, U.S. Navy destroyers badly damaged by two Al-Qaeda suicide bombers, killed 17 crew members and wounded at least 39. 2002, terrorists detonate bombs in two nightclubs at Kuta, Bali, Indonesia, killing 202 and wounding over 300. 2005, the second Chinese human spaceflight, Shenzhou-6, is launched, carrying two cosmonauts in orbit for five days. 2010, the Finnish UTV2 channels Jokotanetan Kakonen, current affairs program airs controversial Omelta episode, literally gay night, which leads to the resignation of almost 50,000 Finns from the Evangelical Lutheran Church. 2012, the European Union wins the 2012 Nobel Peace Prize. 2013, 51 people are killed after a truck veers off a cliff in Peru. 2017, the United States announces its decision to withdraw from UNESCO, and Israel immediately follows. 2018, Princess Eugenie marries Jack Brooksbank at St. George Chapel in Windsor Castle. 2019, Typhoon Hagabus makes landfall in Japan, kills 10, and forces evacuation of over a million people. 2019, Eliud Kipchoge from Kenya becomes the first person to run a marathon in uh, less than two hours with a time of one hour, 59 minutes, and 40 seconds in Vienna. And in 2019, the Hard Rock Hotel in New Orleans, which is under construction, collapses, kills two, and injures 20. Sometimes things don't go as you think they do. Okay, we've been talking about um, mysterious disappearances. And we have talked about um, let's see. Hmm. Oh, there we go. I knew it was here. Right, there we go. Just takes a while to find things sometimes. We've been talking about mysterious disappearances, but before I get into that, 
What's going on? And while well, I make it a point to avoid politics like the plague, it's hard to avoid what's taking place in the Middle East right now. Um, Hamas, which has been known as a uh, radical militia, attacked um, a music festival in Israel and several kibbutzes and they've got a lot of apologists in this country and right now a bunch of students are planning a day of jihadi tomorrow and nobody really understands how something like that can so quickly get out of control all you need is one lunatic student to fire one round and the battle is on and I don't know about the rest of the country but here in Texas you pull a gun and shoot somebody you may get shot 35 times in, re in response the point is in 2023 I don't see the point going after a particular um, religion or racial group for any reason. If you're not happy with them, walk away. You don't have the right to attack them. And uh, thousands are dead. Hundreds are missing. People have lost family members. And there's, there's absolutely no legal, ethical, or moral justification for it all that having been said we've been talking about uh, wanted fugitives who vanished and in 1984 Ronnie Eckstein 38 arrested in February 1984 on charges of forgery and evasion of arrest but being the imaginative individual that he was, he escaped from jail by f the next month by exchanging identification bracelets with another prison and leaving on their bail. Nobody has a clue where he went. 1984, Sukumara Karu, 38 from India, one of the most wanted criminals in Kerala, India, saw a connection to the infamous Chaco murder case. January 21st, 1984, Karup, under the pretense of offering a lift to Checo, spiked his drink and strangled him and then burned his body. Karup allegedly committed the crime with his two accomplices to fake his own death and claim the insurance proceeds. But when he realized the police were after him, he fled and been on the run ever since. I mean, since 1984, he has been absolutely untraced. They have no clue which way he went. Also, 1984, Edward L. Montoro, 52 years old, a motion picture producer and distributor. Edward Montoro disappeared in 84 after taking more than a million dollars from his own company, Film Ventures International. There was a belief he fled to Mexico, but nobody could ever find him. 1985, Christopher Dale Flannery, 46, 
Nicknamed Mr. Renekel is alleged to have been an Australian contract killer. Left school at the age of 14, had his first criminal conviction later that same year. At 17, he was convicted of burglary, auto theft, assault against police, carrying firearms, and rape. Got sentenced to seven years for that. April 23, 1985, he was allegedly sent out to murder Tony Spaghetti Eustace. Eustace was found at about 7 p.m. by two um, school children who were returning home from sports training. He'd been shot six times in the back outside the airport Hilton in North Arncliffe and was lying beside his gold Mercedes, bleeding profusely. And he died shortly after that. After this, Flannery vanished, and police stated they believe Flannery had been responsible for up to a dozen murders. They think he's dead, but that's usually what they say when they ain't got a clue. 1985, Hassan Izaldin, 22, fugitive from Lebanon, who's currently wanted by the U.S. government for his alleged involvement in the hijacking of TWA Flight 847 that took off place on June 14, 1985. There's a reward of $5 million being offered for information leading to his capture. Nineteen eighty five also saw Elizabeth Ann Duke, forty four, become a fugitive. She's a former teacher, best known for her involvement with the radical left wing political organizations and subsequent flight from prosecution. Wanted by the FBI on charges related to the bombings carried out May nineteenth by the May nineteenth communist organization in the early nineteen eighties. She vanished in October nineteen eighty five and her fate remains unknown. The FBI is offering a reward of up to $50,000 for information leading directly to the arrest and conviction of Duke. 1986, Mahmoud Ada, 32. He's an American citizen, vanished from Israel, and an alleged militant who was suspected of uh, perpetrating a bus bombing on the West Bank. Killed one, injured several others. Bombing was thought to be done on behalf of the Palestine Liberation Organization, and Ada was arrested in June of 87 in Venezuela and extradited to Israel, where he was sentenced to life imprisonment in 1990, but um, his current status is unclear. He may well have escaped. They don't know. 1988, Alejandro Menez from Mexico, drug trafficker responsible for the murder of at least two women in Ciudad Juarez between 88 and 1990. The murders were committed with his cousin and female accomplice, allegedly as part of a devil-worshipping cult. None of the trio have ever been arrested and they remain fugitives from authorities. How about 1989 with Arthur Lee Washington Jr., 39 years old? American fugitive, member of the Black Liberation Army, vanished after being involved in a shootout with a New Jersey State Trooper, uh, April 12, 1989. He was on the FBI's 10 most wanted list from... 89 to 2000 and has never been caught. At some point in time, they give up looking for you, apparently. 1990, Byron McLaughlin, 35, former Major League Baseball player, pleaded guilty in the California court to money laundering charges stemming from his production and sale of counterfeit footwear in Mexico, but did not appear for his sentencing and is believed to have fled the country. And if he was a Major League Baseball player, he probably had money put back. 1991, Glenn Stewart Godwin, 33, sentenced to 26 years to life in prison for the 1980 murder and robbery of drug dealer Kim Lavallee in Palmdale, California. 
Godwin escaped from Folsom State Prison in Folsom, California in 1987, fled to Mexico where he was arrested for drug trafficking and sentenced to seven years and six months in prison in 1991. And while American authorities were working on his extradition proceedings, one of his fellow inmates at the Punta Grande prison who was a member of a Mexican drug cartel died and Godwin's extradition was delayed as it was suspected he killed the inmate. He was last seen in September 1991 before he escaped from Punta Grande Prison. He was on the FBI 10 Most Wanted list from 1996 to uh, 2016. When I say they don't have any idea where he's at or believed to be dead, that means they ain't got a clue. 1993, Arnie Nuvonen from Estonia. Navonin's real name is Vadim Rosenberg, also known under the aliases of Arnie Rosenberg and Vadim Petrov, the largest ever perpetrator of employment fraud in Estonia, vanished after February 9, 1993. He's known for having uh, collected money with promises of overseas jobs from thousands of people and disappearing after having caused over $10 million of, uh, in damages in 1993. Hadn't been seen since, but he's got that kind of money. He's living it up someplace. 1993, Chokta Shaquille from India. Birth name is Mohammed Shaquille Babu Mian Shakat, an Indian crime boss and high-ranking leader of the D Company, or the Dawood Company, a criminal group based in South Asia. Became one of the most wanted men in India and the United States after his alleged participation in the 1993 Bombay bombings. It's not known whether he's dead or alive, but there have been rumors and theories on how he could have died, but that doesn't mean he did die. 1993, Roberto Solis. He's an armored car robber, poet, and was in prison 17 years for the murder of a security guard during a robbery in 1969. Given parole in 1992, but was involved with theft in October 93, after which he vanished and is currently wanted by the police. Now, one reason I do these shows, any of you who has information, if you bring it forward, you could be in line for a hefty reward. 1993, Adam Emery, 31, vanished from the Labor and Pell Newport Bridge with his wife after being convicted of secondary murder in Rhode Island on November 10th of 93. Released on bail the same day of his conviction. Couple's car was found abandoned on the bridge, and his wife's remains were, fi- were found in '94 in Narragansett Bay. And Emory was declared dead in absentia in 2004. Being declared dead in absentia means we hope you're dead. We can't find you. We're going to assume you died. Also in '93, Antonio Angles, 27, from Spain. He's a Spanish criminal sought connection with the. Okay, it's a girl's crime that took place in Valencia during the night of November 13, 1992. And Hell's friend, Miquel Ricard, was convicted of raping and killing the three girls that night and was alleged that Angles was also present and participated. In 1993, he ran away from Spain. Some people saw him in various places, such as Ireland, the U.S., and his birth country, Brazil, but these alleged sightings have been proven wrong. His current whereabouts, of course, is a complete mystery. 1994, Daiwood Ibrahim Kaskar, 38, from India. 
He's a Mumbai underworld criminal monster and drug dealer, most wanted by India, with a reward of $25 million on his head. They've been after him since 1994. He's currently believed to be living in Pakistan, according to the Indian government, and heads the Indian Organized Crime Syndicate D Company, which he founded in Mumbai in the 1970s. He's wanted on the charges of murder, extortion, targeted killing, drug trafficking, terrorism, and various other crimes. Designated a global terrorist in 2003 by India in the U.S. with a reward of uh, $25 million for his capture for his role in the 1993 Bombay bombings. The Bombay bombings were a series of 12 terrorist bombings that took place in Bombay, Maharashtra, March 12, 1993. The single-day attacks resulted in 257 fatalities and 1,400 injuries. And the attacks were known to have been coordinated by Dawood Ibrahim, leader of the Mumbai-based International Organized Crime Syndicate D Company. He was believed to have ordered and helped organize the bombings through his subordinates, Tiger Miman and Yakub Miman. The... Um, they targeted hotels, office buildings, banks, petrol pumps, markets, Bombay Airport. They used car bombs, scooter bombs, and hand grenades. Nineteen ninety four. Protas Aparyanya, thirty three, from Rwanda. Rwandan soldiers alleged to have participated in the nineteen ninety four Rwandan genocide. He's believed to have fled Rwanda following the genocide. UN War Crimes Tribunals offered a $5 million reward for his capture. Later discovered he'd passed away in 2006, been living under an assumed name in Zimbabwe, which shows you how thorough the search was. 1996, Vernon Henry, 44, suspected family aside criminal, according to Idaho State Police. Um... His own children in the U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation murdered his daughter, Heather Jenny, and his wife, Connie Marie, in 1953 or 54, on 11 or early 12 August with a pistol revolver not long after the former came back following a night with her boyfriend. Several children in Henry family were watching the crime when it occurred in the area of Cordialine in Ethel, Idaho. As of 2022, Henry hadn't been arrested, though he's wanted on two counts of first-degree murder for unlawful flight to avoid prosecution and using a firearm to commit a felony. The uh, 1986 Toyota Camry in which he fled was never found as of late 2022. 1997, Kubidu is a criminal from Sardinia who was a member of the Anomina Sarda, a term used for bandits engaged in various kinds of crime in the island, in particular kidnapping from the 1960s onward. Since 1997, he's on the list of most wanted fugitives in Italy for the Ministry of the Interior since he disappeared after he left the prison of Badu E. Carlos in Nuroro, where he was detained for murder, serious injury, and kidnapping. 1998, investigators were Investigations were extended internationally, trying to get him extradited back to Italy. 1997, Shafi Muhammad Burfat, 31, from Pakistan. He's the founder and current chairman of Jain Sindh Mataheda Mahaz, a party in Sindh, Pakistan, that believes in the freedom of the Sindhu Desh from Pakistan. 
April 1, 2013, the party was declared a terrorist organization and banned by the Home Ministry of Pakistan. The fight was had been added by the Federal Investigation Agency to his Red Book, and his whereabouts are unknown. 1998, Ishmael Zambada Garcia from Mexico. He's a suspected drug lord and fugitive, been on the wanted since 1998. He was a farmer and later became a drug lord when began his criminal career by smuggling small amounts of drugs. Also been featured on America's Most Wanted and a $5 million U.S. reward for information leading to his capture has been offered by the FBI. 1998, Gilbert Wankter, 37, from the U.K. He was a jeweler and enforcer for the Adams crime family, vanished in London on March 9, 1998. Disappearance is believed to be related to the murder of Saul Nahum in December of that year. Both men were involved in a drug deal where 800,000 pounds went missing. 1998, Michelle Barrera, 18. Bank robber and possible MS-13 gang member active in the metropol Miami metropolitan area wanted on charges of bank robbery and attempted murder police officers. He's also suspected of another murder in 2007. 1998, Mahmoud Yildirim, 47, from Turkey. He's a Turkish rogue agent of Zaza origins. Wanted for the murders of eight individuals, he vanished in 1998. Hadn't been a single sign of him seen since. Also in 1998, Chan Kai Keet, 48, from Macau. Member of the Legislative Assembly of Macau and the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference. He vanished sometime after April 21, 1998, in which he attended a former Legislative Assembly meeting. His current whereabouts completely unknown. A lot of folks would like to have a talk with him, though. Also in 1998, John Rufo, 43, an American business, uh, former business executive, white-collar criminal confidence man. In 1998, he was convicted in a scheme to defraud a lot of U.S. and foreign banking institutions of over $350 million. Swindle is considered one of the most significant cases of bank fraud in U.S. history. He vanished on November 9, 1998, been a fugitive in justice ever since. On the U.S. Marshals' 15 most wanted fugitive list. 1998, Pedro Alonso Lopez, 53, from Colombia. He's a serial killer who was active in the nations of Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru. Known as the Monster of the Andes, he claimed to have raped and murdered over 300 young girls, starting with his first victim in 1969. Mainly targeted girls who were 12 years old, came from impoverished families. In 1980, he was arrested in Ecuador, by Ecuadorian police after an attempted abduction where he proceeded to confess to the murder of 103 girls. Now, the authorities didn't believe him, though, and convicted him only three, for which he was sentenced to 16 years in prison. After serving 14 years behind bars, he was declared insane and committed to a mental hospital in Colombia where he spent the next year. In 1998, he was found by fish to be legally sane, so he was cured. They released him from custody. Whereabouts is currently a mystery, but the monster of the Andes is still one to connection with a 2002 cold case in Peru, and who knows what he's up to now. Huh. All righty. 1998, Giovanni Motisi, 48 from Italy, also known as Unpachiona. Sicilian for the fat man. 
Remember the mafia in Sicily from the Altarello neighborhood in Palermo? Been on the most wanted list of the Italian Ministry of the Interior since 1998. In March 2001, he escaped an attempt to arrest him. 2002, he was replaced as the Capo Mandamento of the Tagliarelli neighborhood by Antonio Rotolo when the latter left prison because, as a fugitive, he didn't manage the mafia family sufficiently and is currently wanted by the government. In the year 2000, we've got Credonia. Arundi, 47, from Uganda, co-founded the movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God. It's a sect that splintered off from the Roman Catholic Church in Uganda. Believing the world was to end on the millennium, many members of the sect expressed discontent in the weeks following January 1st. Resultantly, a purge ensued, ultimately culminating in a fire to Kanunga Church, where it killed more than 900 followers on uh, March 17th. Authorities discovered two mass graves containing additional mutilated human beings. It is believed this is Credoni. Um, made good his escape, along with everything he could carry, I'm sure. 2000, Peter Tham, 52, from Singapore, stockbroker and co former director of the Pan Electric Industries. He fled the country circa September 2000. Missed an investigation, he was concealing personal assets. Last traced to the Indonesian island of Batam, but uh, vanished completely after that. 2001, David Carroll, 48, from Canada. A Canadian outlaw biker and reputed gangster who disappeared March 28, 2001, after being indicted on 13 counts of first-degree murder. At the time the warrant was issued, he was in Xtapa, Mexico. Where he went from there, nobody has a clue. 2001, Tahir Jalil Abush, 51, from Iraq. Former government official who served as the head of intelligence since Saddam Hussein, known for informing MI6 that the, company, the country had no weapons of mass destruction. Reward of up to a million is available for any information leading to his capture. Doesn't have to be convicted, just captured. 2001, John Paul, 62. He was an American race car driver, last seen in Thailand. He disappeared on his boat in 2001 while being sought for questioning by officials regarding the disappearance of his ex-girlfriend. Hadn't been seen since. Also in 2001, Robert William Fisher, 40, from the U.S., disappeared after April 10, 2001, after his house in South Carolina, Arizona, blew up and caught fire. His family was found dead in the house. He's believed to be the person who murdered him and rigged the natural gas explosion. Of course, that's circumstantial at best. 2001, Fulgence Kayashima, 41, from Rwanda. He's a militiaman sought for war crimes committed during the 1994 Rwandan genocide, including an incident where he supplied a squadron of fuel to burn down a church, killing 2,000 civilians. May 25, 2023, Kayashima was arrested in Powell, South Africa, in a joint operation between... Uh, South African authorities and International Residual Mechanism for Criminal Tribunals, which absorbed the ICTR in 2015. The issue is, at this point in time, we don't know what's happened to him. They could have let him go. All right, 2001, Zafirino Pena Cuellar from Mexico. I got a cable problem here. 
There we go. What do you mean not charging? Alrighty. Pina Cuellar is a Mexican fugitive. Disappeared October 30, 2001 after 14 gunmen dressed in military uniforms stormed an estate in the Hacienda Santa Lucia neighborhood in Monterey in an attempt to kill him. After several of his accomplices were arrested and were killed, he disappeared from public view. Investigators think he may have retired from the Gulf Cartel, fleeing Mexico and hiding in Brazil, Canada, or Cuba with the, the vast fortune he was known to have made during his uh, tenure. 2002, Oyan Muhammad Ali Al-Waleli from Yemen, an Arab fugitive from Yemen who was formerly on the seeking information list, been wanted since February 12, 20, 2002 by the U.S. Department of Justice's FBI. His current wearing up mounts are unknown. Um, 2002, Renato Cincoy Granella, 52, from Italy, an Italian criminal member of the Camorra, He's on the list of most wanted fugitives in Italy of the Ministry of the Interior. Since 2002, he's wanted for mafia-type criminal association, murder, illegal possession of weapons, and extortion. He didn't leave anything off his uh, dance card. 2002, Akimiz Yayev, 31, from Russia. He is from uh, Karachayevsk. Believed to be behind the Russian apartment bombings. Terrorist action took place in 1999. Those bombings killed 293 people and led Russia into the Second Chechnya War. He's a wanted fugitive in Russia. After March 5, 2002, according to news reports, he said to have fled to Georgia and later suspected he went to Turkey after he was last seen in 2002. Nobody has any idea where he's at now. 2003. Sajida. Talfa, 66, Iraq, is the cousin and widow of former Iraq President Saddam Hussein. Believed to Fred, Fred fled Iraq and went to Qatar March 19, 2003, hours before the bombing of Baghdad. Hadn't been seen since, currently wanted by the police. 2003, Carlos Manises Lambis, 38, from Panama. Convicted rapist and extortionist who's been implicated in the murders of a prostitute and a domestic worker, committed between 2003 and 2004, respectively. Also believed to be involved in the disappearance of a girlfriend, but charges were dropped in that particular case. He consistently ranks among uh, Panama's top ten most wanted fugitives. Two thousand three, Saif Al Adel from Egypt. An Egyptian senior member of Al-Qaeda believed to be the next leader of Al-Qaeda after Ayman al-Zawahiri and also a former military colonel. Placed on the FBI's list of most wanted terrorists since it started in 2001, State Department's Rewards for Justice program is currently offering up to $10 million for information on his location. Both Al-Adel and Saeed bin Laden are implicated in the suicide bombing that took place May 12, 2003 in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. 2003, Jorge Lopez Perez from Mexico, nicknamed Ochuta, is a Mexican suspected drug lord, high-ranking member of Los Zetas, a criminal group based in uh, Tamaulipas, Mexico. 
Had an unspecified bounty placed on him uh, June 18, 2003. Hadn't been seen since. 2004, Masood Azhar, 45, from Pakistan. He's the founder and leader of the Pakistan-based terrorist organization Jaish al Mohammed, active mainly in the Pakistani-administered portion of the state of Jammu and Kashmir. Arrested in December 2001 and detained for a year and reappeared January 26, 2014 after being in seclusion. Wasn't seen after that, but was said to be behind several attacks. May 1, 2019, he was listed as an international terrorist by the United Nations Security Council. He's currently wanted by the government. 2004, Vicente Castaño, 47, from Colombia. Former leader of the United Self-Defense Forces of Colombia, a right-wing paramilitary organization responsible for the murders of opposing leftist guerrillas and narco-trafficking. Aside from those charges, Castaño is wanted for allegedly murdering his brother, Carlos Castaño Gill. Now that's con considered uh, negative, murdering your brother. 2005, Alexis Flores, 29, from Honduras. A Honduran fugitive wanted for kidnapping, rape, and murder of five-year-old Irana de Jesus in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Was last seen when he was incarcerated for 60 days and deported to Honduras after his release in June of 2005. On June 2, 2007, he was added to the FBI's top 10 most wanted fugitives list. 2005, Eloisa Goncalves Duque Sores Ribeiro, 55, from Brazil. Known as the Black Widow, bigamist who was convicted in absentia for orchestrating the murder of ex-husband Jorge, uh, Jorge Ribeiro in Copacabana, Rio de Janeiro, in 1992 and sentenced to 18 years in prison. She's also been accused, but not charged, in at least three other murders, two attempted murders and a number of financial crimes. 2005, Ye Zayun, 40, from China. Chinese businessman is accused of being involved in a Belgian football corruption and betting scandal. Last seen in November 2005 and hadn't been seen since. Now, a lot of these folks are probably rotting in some shallow grave somewhere, but a good portion of them are still on the run. 2006, Fazi Mudlak al-Rawi from Iraq, leader of the Syrian-led Ba'athist movement in Iraq, was added to the Iraq Most Wanted list in 2006. Hadn't been seen since. Also in 2006, Al-Sayed Muhammad Mustafa Al-Bakir Bakri, 39, from Egypt. Member of Al-Qaeda's Shura Council, former member of the Egyptian Islamic Jihad, known for financing and training militants. Been on the list since 2006. Believed he's hiding in Iran, along with quite a number of others. 2006, Muhammad Yunus Al-Ahmed, from Iraq. Former senior member of the Ba'ath Party in Iraq vanished in 2006, potentially went into hiding. There's a large reward placed on his head. 2006, Abdullah al-Rimi from Yemen. Al-Rimi, or Abdullah Ahmed al-Rimi, has been described as an important al-Qaeda recruiter and became one of the FBI and saw in connection with possible terrorist threats against the U.S. February 3, 2006, along with 22 others, 12 of them Al-Qaeda members, he escaped by Yemeni jail in Sana'a, according to a BBC report. He reportedly escaped by digging a 140-meter tunnel to a nearby mosque. 
2006. Nikhil K. Fakir Mohammed Shaikh, 29, from India. He's from New Mangalore, Perth, uh, Peth, India. Sentenced to life imprisonment for the murder of Gudrun Corvinus, a German archaeologist at the Nepal Research Center in Kathmandu. She was a member of the Hafar expedition in Ethiopia, which discovered the famous skeleton of Lucy. While working in the Namib Desert, she discovered animal fossils from the Nicene period. Corvinus moved to Nepal in 84 and explored that region, specifically to the Dang Dakuri district, the Dun Valley, and Sinalik Hills. Her suspected killer was given 14 days parole to look after his sick wife, but on the last day of parole, he was suspected to have run off with his wife and mother. And despite numerous sightings, he still at large hadn't been taken into custody. Two thousand six, Abdel Aziz Awada, fifty-five from Palestine, one of the founders of the Islamic Jihad movement in Palestine or Palestinian Islamic Jihad. He's listed as a specially designated terrorist in the United States law on January twenty-third, nineteen ninety-five. Been wanted since um, February twenty-four, two thousand and six. Two thousand seven, Dariza Shalai. 50 from Iran, Iranian Brigadier General serving in the Quds Force who was designated as a terrorist by the U.S. government, alleging he had funded terrorist groups responsible for the murder of American troops in Iraq and for a failed assassination attempt against a former Saudi Arabian ambassador. 2007, Omid Tavili, 37 from Canada, an Iranian-Canadian Gangster who's the kingpin of an organized crime family in Canada, which is connected to various international crime organizations, escaped from jail in November 2007, disguised as a janitor. April 2008, Forbes.com, after consulting law enforcement agencies around the world, listed as one of the world's 10 most wanted fugitives. 2008, Jason Derrick Brown, 38, an American fugitive, wanted for first degree murder and armed robbery in Phoenix, Arizona. November 29, 2004, and on December 8, 2007, it was named by the FBI as the 489th fugitive to be placed on the 10 most wanted list. His last confirmed sighting was in August of 2008. 2009, Vasilis Costas, 42, from Greece, a Greek fugitive who escaped by helicopter twice from the Greek high security Corey Delios prison while serving a 25-year sentence for kidnapping and robbery. He's believed to have been the mastermind of the kidnapping of Georgios Melonis, a Greek industrialist, as the ransom paid was traced back to him. In 2000, he was convicted of the 1995 kidnapping of Alexander Hedogal, the CEO of Hedogal uh, Brothers, a food company in northern Greece, and sentenced to 25 years in prison. On the afternoon of February 22nd, 2009, he escaped from the Corridellos prison in Athens by helicopter and hasn't been seen since. Got to ask, where did he get these helicopters? 2009, Shalish Kumar Jain, 39, from India, internet entrepreneur, indicted in California for several counts of wire fraud and trafficking stolen goods dating back to 2001. 
He fled the country after failing to appear at trial. Currently sought with the FBI, who was offering a prize for any information leading to his arrest. 2009, Edgardo Leva Escandon, 40 from Mexico. Mexican suspected criminal and high-ranking member of the Tijuana Cartel. That's a criminal group based in Baja, California. That's a beautiful country. Been down there a couple of times. October 22, 2009, the U.S. State Department of the Treasury sanctioned Leva Escano under the uh, Foreign Narcotics Kingpin Designation Act for his involvement in drug trafficking along with five other international criminals and one entity. He's currently wanted in Mexico as well. Appears to be in hiding. 2009, Jacropod Pincara, 40, from Thailand. He's a Thai politician, a media personality, diplomat, and politician who served as a member of parliament for Bangkok. The government spokesman of Prime Minister Thaksin Shinawatra from 2003 to 2005 and later as a cabinet minister from 2007 to 2008 under the premiership of Samak Sundaravadiraj forced to step down after allegations of this majesty, illegal weapon commonly used in Thailand to silence dissent and been in exile since 2009, Thai political unrest, and is currently wanted. They think he's responsible for a lot of the unrest. 2011, Mahmoud Reza Kavari, 59, from a dual citizen of Iran and Canada. Iranian uh, Canadian banker and former chairman of Bank Meli Iran, who was charged with fraud following the 2011 Iranian embezzlement scandal. Fled to Canada, where he presumably remains to this day, unable to be extradited as the two countries don't have an extradition treaty, which does make it difficult to extradite somebody if there's no treaty. Also in 2011, Prakashanad Saraswati, 82, from India, religious leader and writer who founded the Radha Madhavdam, nonprofit organization that promotes Hinduistic values. In 2008, Saraswati was denounced by three former members who said he sexually molested uh, them as children, subsequently convicted on uh, 20 counts of child molestation in 2011. But before he could be imprisoned, his bail was paid and he promptly disappeared, probably escorted by followers to Mexico and from there to India using a fake ID. Well, on that note, we got the end of today's show. We'll be back tomorrow and finish up talking about mysteriously vanished criminals. Until then, Ken Hudnall for the Ken Hudnall Show saying have a truly great evening.